Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, buddies. Like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I am it's right fine. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, <laughs> we, we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things right, Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we're talking about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Oh! Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Beer, also, okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast. Weed of crime bears bitter fruit.
Welcome to Super Action Bros, the podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases. And the weed of crime, which incidentally bears bitter fruit. Mm, mm. <laughs> weed of beard, bitter fruit. <laughs> what? A crime bears bitter fruit, right? Crime bears bitter fruit, as we're going to learn today. Okay. Hey, everybody. How are you? <laughs> crime doesn't pay. No. <laughs> Who knows? The shadow. <laughs> the, the, sh- the shadow knows what you're thinking. <laughs> the sh- <laughs> I'm Ryan. And I'm Ian. Welcome to Super Action Bros. This is the episode where we watched uh, 1994. 1994 yeah, is The Shadow. Um, who? What was What was your sister's? Because we Ryan's sister works with Ryan and I now. And she said, she's like, what are you guys going to talk about tonight on po- their podcast? I'm like, oh, we're going to talk about The Shadow. And she goes, oh, The Shadow. He knows. Yep. Like, is that his catchphrase? That's I'm it. pretty sure that's not. That's, that's it. That's, that's absolutely the one. What was the one did you just say? The Shadow. He's the... He's the weed that he knows out the bitter uh, roots. <laughs> he knows what he knows what you're doing. He, he's like the shadow in many cloud. ways is like Santa Claus. He can see you when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been bad or good. So be good or he'll shoot you in, in the, the face. face. <laughs> I don't think he shot anyone in the face. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure that that happened. Oh, did he? Okay. Well, anyway, um, so uh, before we get into the movie, though, we want to give you guys a few ways you can reach out to us if you like things that we do. Uh, way number one you can do uh, is reach out to us via our website, superactionbros.com. It's a Tumblr site, so you can follow us on Tumblr and get updates as new episodes come out. A uh, thing number two you can do is also follow us on uh, on social media. We do some social media platforms. Oh, actually, remember, actually, thing number two you could do is follow us on iTunes. Subscribe to hey, us on yes, iTunes. Hey, yes, do that. Yeah. and uh, Send us, uh, write us a review. Give even if it's bad, stars. even if it's bad, or or be be nice, but you know you can you can be honest. Any attention, any attention is good attention to us, I guess. Anyway, we're so we're so sad. <laughs> well, you can also reach out to us via Twitter. Uh, we do some social media platforms uh, at Super Action Bros. And just like tonight's movie, you can get the movie that you want us to talk about on this show. That's right. We talked about this movie because of of fans like you reaching out to us and saying, "Hey, I want to know what you guys think about this." And coincidentally, I wanted to watch this movie. Since for forever. Um, so you can reach out to us via Twitter at, at Super Action Bros. You can also reach us individually on Twitter. For me, Ian, it's at iRich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. Uh, I'm on Twitter, too, as Ryan Roop, R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E. You can also like us on Facebook. Give us a big thumbs up. We're also on a, a social media website called Letterboxd, letterboxd.com. It is a movie social media review site. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's kind of really far behind yeah. the feed. <laughs> but, but you know. You can you can sign up for your own. You know, account. we did actually get a tweet. Oh, um, we did. Yeah, from someone you used to live with, uh, who has requested that we watch the nineteen eighty eight Christian Slater classic, Gleaming the Cube. Okay, all right. Well, we'll add that to the which list. I would argue I'd rather watch Airborne. If we're was gonna it, watch. Was it was it was it my former roommate Evan? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Uh, yes. Wait. <laughs> oh yeah, that is his name. <laughs> the worm. Um. So okay. Yeah. Well, he's been on. He's been on stuff and things before. Okay. Go. Cool. Well, thank you, Evan, for listening, and thank uh, still and still being my friend, I guess, Aww. and uh, and for giving us a recommendation. He's we'll on an episode of Aquabat Super Show. He is. He's also on an episode of Stuff and Things. A far more, uh, a far more uh, special title. He's also in a band. Hooray for our side. Go check him out. Oh, yeah. Um. You can also reach out to us though via those platforms. Uh, Facebook. We mentioned Letterbox. Letterbox. D- d.com sign up for a free account and uh, you can also reach out to us via email superactionbros at gmail.com and lastly but not leastly you can check us out on stuffandthingsnetwork.com we're a part of the stuff and things podcast network so you can check out us and other shows there all of them are linked there uh, to all the different little blogs and things we have around so 
1994 is The Shadow. <laughs> okay, so you've been really wanting to watch this for a while. So tell me your history with this movie. So I remember this coming out before The Phantom. Right, but I remember yeah. this was one well, the of the Phantom was ninety six, right? This so this, this is a, is one. I think we've we've watched almost every movie with the exception of the one that I would argue spurred this whole movement on. Uh huh. Um, which you you could argue that we have watched the movie that spurred this whole movement on, but I argue nay, sir. Um, so there was this whole movement in the early nineties of like adapting like pulp and. Uh, detective and comic book superheroes and but comics. Like, like comic strip superheroes. Yeah, but I mean, and even ones that are a little more, maybe a little more heroes. modern, but also like a more modern pulp hero. So who are the ones we've watched? We've watched Dick, Dick Tracy, Tracy, which uh, you would probably argue would have started this, but I disagree, sir. I think this movie has some clues as to what movie really started this whole ball rolling. All right, all all right. These. Uh, number two, uh, we watched The Rocketeer. Rocketeer. It's, it takes that place in the a, same sort of time same period. Same time though. period. That was a more modern character, but heavily references this sort of mm-hmm. time period. Uh, we have this movie, The Shadow, 94. And then 1996, this is this is my the retribution Phantom. for you, The Phantom. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's kind of every two years. We haven't watched The Mask. No, but The Mask a way, is a more modern. But in a way, sort of sends up this exact it, style sort of, of movie. Yeah, sort of. And we haven't watched the mo- most modern version of this, which is called The Spirit. <laughs> we uh, watch that. The other well, ones they or, or I mean, you could you could probably argue that Sin City and then the spirit. yeah, but I think I think that's like a, if Sin City Spirits. did this movie, yeah. that would be the spirit. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to watch it because listen, I don't remember. Well, wait, what would you argue was the first one? Um, to be honest with you, 1989 you, Batman. Yes, 1989's okay. Batman got this whole ball rolling. Yeah, yeah. this I mean because it was just like let's license everything let's, we can. Let's talk more about Batman. A little bit I, later. I know. <laughs> this, if you don't know about the shadow, um, the sh- the shadow is a pulp character. He also had a radio program, if yep. I remember correctly. Well, mm-hmm. Do you know which came first? Was the the pulp or the radio program? Uh, they no, I don't. Okay. Well, bit of backstory, which we they have in the movie of the character, because I know we did this for superhero month or the true, big to beat down month. But well, and and hey, if you like listening to me and Ian talk about superheroes and comics, there's a podcast called yeah. Four Color Commentary. One of these times, I'm going to bring one that. of these times, I'm going to bring masks to that show, which is a bunch of you know the the, the oh comic I thought book you masks. I'm thinking like actual masks. I'm like people won't notice no because it's a podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're just it's just everybody sounds like this. No, this week. no. What's going on with that? <laughs> the comic book masks, which features the shadow uh, among a bunch of other um public uh, domain public domain characters um but uh the shadow is um he's kind of lamont cranston his name is lamont cranston and he has the ability he's kind of like a like a gun toting and for lack of a better word and i know this is weird because he because technically the shadow came first he's like a gun toting batman yeah he's the archetype that batman upon which batman was based correct he's like he he hangs out in the darkness and he's kind of invisible you can't see him and then he suddenly appears and 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 some of his powers were radio show powers yes like invisibility yes and 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 clouding men's minds and some of his powers were were pulp powers like punching dudes in the face shooting people yeah yeah so um but they've kind of kind of took an amalgamation of that and put them into this movie yeah um but no i remember like they just sort of like poured them on top of Alec Baldwin. I feel like the way, and I know one of our listeners reached out to us and said, you know, I, I, they, I don't know if he meant this ironically or that he really did like this movie. I remember looking back on it when we watched The Phantom uh, on the show. We watched that and I was like... Slam and Evil. I remember that movie. I'm mean, like, oh man, this is bad. I'm like, you know what movie I remember like liking the same way as The Phantom? The mm-hmm. Shadow. And then I'd watched The Shadow a few years back. I'm like, 
It's definitely dated, but yeah. I think that it's I, honestly. I'm going to say I would rather watch The Shadow over again than I would watch The Phantom over again. I could see why you would say that because I like Batman a lot. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, for for the the Shadow does for Batman, or if I mean, if we're if this was an SAT question, it would be Batman colon Shadow Indiana Jones colon Phantom. I would agree. At on least that. in terms of the movies, I would agree on that. Yes. Yeah. Um. So okay. Well, who is who directed this movie? Uh, who, sure. Yeah. Who's the cast about, and crew of the, the Shadow? So, so uh, the director is uh, a gentleman named Russell Mulcahy. What Mulcahy? else has he done? Uh, he's a working director. Okay. Uh, so he uh, does a lot of television nowadays. Okay. Uh, directed 27 episodes of Teen Wolf, the new Teen Wolf show. Oh, he directed. Um, <gasps> I didn't know he directed that movie. He, he directed Scorpion King Rise of a Warrior. So that's Scorpion King 2. That's for newer. But keeping keeping uh, Resident Evil Extinction. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. He did. He's done music videos, Culture Club, ACDC. Oh, sweet. Um, let's see. He, Queen. He, he's done Queen music videos, Human League music videos. Uh, directed some Tales from the Crypt episodes. Yeah, special as a Queer as Folk. Back uh, he directed it. He did direct a... a, a, a Cheesy action classic, though, and its sequel. All right. Highlander. <laughs> one and two. Yeah, all right. Highlander. That works. That fits. That um, what else did he do? Uh, so one other thing to Tales his from the Crypt. Uh, he did a, a Resident Evil movie. Did you mention that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Resident, Resident Evil, Evil movie. Three or four. And The Shadow. These are, that's, it's in, it's, this is one of his top four credits on IMDb yeah. for what he's known so, for. So, I mean, he's a, he's a working director. And the same day, we talk about working actors sometimes, which are actors who take roles because it's their job. Mm-hmm. Um and and sometimes they're for good movies and sometimes they're for movies. The shadow, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. I don't know. I mean, nothing against the guy. There's there's nothing spectacular about the directing of this movie. No, but it doesn't. It, it successfully copy. It successfully mimics what it's meant to be mimicking. Um, oh man, the screenwriter though. Let's talk about the screenwriter. Okay. David Kep. Okay. Uh, this guy has written everything. Like, if you look at his top three credits on IMDb, Mission wow. Impossible, Jurassic Park, and Spider-Man. Wow. And uh, The Lost World, And too. The Lost World. Whoa. Uh, he, but he's done he's done a lot of very popular movies. He, he wrote also Indiana wrote Jones and, and the fourth the one. Skull. Oh, and yeah. Zathura? Yeah. He wore, wrote War of War the Worlds. War of the Worlds? Secret Window? Like, like mean, These are movies a, you know the names is a, of. This a, guy is a big deal screenwriter. Uh, and the thing is, even back then, he was... <sighs> a big deal screenwriter Carlitos because way. he wrote Jurassic Park Death and then becomes her. the next year he wrote The Shadow. Wow. So this was it looking at that it kind of gives you the idea of what oh, people were directed. expecting he from this movie. He also directed too. Yeah, he yeah. directed some things. He directed Ghost Town, which is that uh Ricky Gervais movie. Oh right. Oh and he, then di- he directed Window. that movie Mort Decai that just came out that everybody ridiculed Ew. so heavily. Um so yeah. Stir of Echo. <laughs> anyway, but David Kev, yeah, he has written some things. Jeez, he wrote the same guy who wrote who wrote the screenplay for Jurassic Park wrote this movie, and also wrote the screenplay for The Lost World. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna go straight to King of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> all right, well, that that Indiana Jones fan film that we don't recognize. Well, um, all right, so so that's the cast. Oh, that's, that's the, crew. the crew. Let's talk about the cast. Yeah, so I. Let's, I, let's just get it out in the All open. Right, let's, let's just talk, talk about, about Alec Baldwin. Here. Alec Baldwin <laughs> is the shadow. And this is Alec Baldwin post Jack Ryan. So after after Hunt for Red October, but before Jack Donaghy. Okay, hold on. Which no, are no. the only things that I can think of him in. No, I I, I, I know see, he's been in lots of other things. I know that you things. mark him as the Hunt for Red October. That's weird. I don't mark him as... He's, I forgot that he played... like big action role. I forgot role. that he played Jack Ryan. That's You're right. big action role. But then, that's but then Harrison Ford played him, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He only did the one movie and then he was... Wait, did... 
He, so he did wait. Which he did. Red October, October hits, fits in first in that series. I, is of it Patriot it, game? Is it and, bad and, that I don't? I didn't know that was a Jack Ryan movie. I'm not I'm a big roll Tom. My eyes right now. I'm not a big Tom Clancy guy. I yeah, gotta be my honest. My dad was a big Tom Clancy. Uh, guy. My grandpa is, but I'm not. Because um, I remember, I remember when my grandpa had the novel, had a novel called Rainbow Six, and I'm like, <gasps> like the video no game. game? Oh, <laughs> grandpa, are you reading the video game? He's like, what? No. <laughs> I mean. Alec Baldwin's been in a lot of stuff. Yes, but I like to think of him. There's two areas of Alec Baldwin to me. There's there's Beetlejuice Alec Baldwin, okay, where he's stick thin, and then yeah. there's Jack Donaghy right, right. Alec Baldwin, where he's a little bit chunkier. This one, I'm, I'm sort of like. And then there's the in between years when bad things happened. <laughs> well, you'd think he like you know would be like I'm gonna you know work out and muscle up for for the shadow. But why but would instead, he need to? But instead, he did the he did the um, the Michael Keaton way yeah i'm wearing a suit who cares the first yeah the first of many uh but okay let's, let's just throw this out there right. this movie's a lot like 1989's batman there's a there's a lot of similarities there's a lot of borrowed similarities there might as well have been prince in this um to be honest with you yeah um <laughs> instead but, of that song at the end okay. yeah. uh, well, which was what, what was that <laughs> oh i don't know I was, what's happening right now? <laughs> it's 1994 That's what's um happening. so oh, but, even down to the opening of the movie but but, but no, i feel but, like Alec Baldwin was chosen because yes. he's got a. I feel like they chose him because of his voice. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I feel like they chose him not because of his screen presence, though he he does. I don't know. I feel like he's almost underused here because he's so good at that fast talking, quippy kind of talk. Yeah. And in this movie, he's very grunty and monosyllabic. This movie very much plays up, kind of like the same way Dick Tracy does. Very much plays up the 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 radio drama. Yeah. Like this sounds like I've listened to the old chat when this movie came out. They also I remember in the toy store next to it had like old timey radio oh, tapes. Oh, nice. And fun. I got a couple of them that were shadow ones, and I remember just listening to them like, oh my god, the shadow. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I, then I realized later, I'm like, oh, those people. Wow, you're listening to ghosts. <laughs> so, in your ears, ghosts. In listening your to ghosts, the Ian Rich story. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen to this podcast one day. Yeah, we're both gonna. We one of us die. is gonna die. Well, and eventually, we'll, both of us will die. Yes, it's inevitable. <laughs> and these files will, will will go in the garbage. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably be deleted. Uh, um, so, uh, but but he he very much plays up the radio drama. Like I'm sure they gave him those same tapes and we're like, oh, yeah. listen to this. This is how you have to act in the movie. Yeah. So he's very, I don't, you know, like <laughs> rough and yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a lot of that. Yeah. In the background, and I'm the shadow. And he's Look that, at my that notes. Alec Baldwin, like half whisper. And growl he, he's voice. like, he like, how did they ever explain? They never explained the movie. What did they ever explain? How he changes his face like that? His face changes when when he's in the shadow? shadow mode. <laughs> shadow. It's a button. It's. Does uh, he put on makeup, the, or does he just like alter his appearance? Like, does he just cloud your mind and make him make himself? Well, because at one point when he's fighting with uh, when he's fighting with Genghis Khan's whatever later late in the movie, he has the nose, and then like he breaks his concentration, and then he doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, like immediately. Yeah, and it's like oh. He that must, must be, have been. That's like a. That's like a. It's that's like a, a thing he's, that happens. He's clouding people's minds. He's. Yeah, this yeah. is what I look like. Yeah. As the shadow. That's what I'm gonna go with. Okay. I look like Dick Tracy. Um. Who else is in? No, he doesn't <laughs> look like Dick kidding. Tracy. <laughs> uh, he's got that flat. Um, yeah. Okay. But it's it's different. So so there there are some people in this movie who have very prominent roles who we really haven't seen much of since. Yes. Uh, John Lone, who plays Shiwan Khan, who is the the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in The Last Emperor, and he's in Rush Hour too. 
Yes. Um, that's it. You know why I bet it. he didn't get a lot of work? You know who he looks like, especially with that beard? Huh. He looks like, like a poor man's Lou Diamond Phillips. Okay. Yeah. And so if you look at it from that. an angle, you're like, is that? Because a couple times I'm like, that's not Lou. That's, that's not Lou it's Diamond not Lou Phillips. Phillips with a fake beard, is it? Is it? <laughs> no, it's, a, it's, it's John Lone with a fake beard. Um, uh, and then Penelope Ann Miller, who plays uh, Margot Lane. Yes. Who, who I've read arguments that Lois Lane was named after her. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, she's been in a couple other things. She's in. Oh, she was in Miller. Saving she's, Lincoln. Yeah, they're in Kindergarten Cop. In the in a Lincoln movie, Kindergarten Cop, Carlito's Way. Uh, the okay. she was also in The Artist as well. Okay, yeah, that was recent. That's a recent movie. Um, but she's a, been in some things, but not a lot. But then after that, supporting roles, we've got Young Frankenstein himself, Peter Boyle. Yes, we've got Tim Curry. Yes. Oh, just just chewing the scenery, Tim Curry in it up. I like only like I only Tim, Tim Curry, Curry can. So much. I feel so bad. Have you seen those pictures of him recently? No, I've been avoiding. Please them. don't look. You at know, him. and so and I understand sad. that I the only him. reason Tim Curry chose to do this movie yeah. was because of the next person I'm about to mention being in the movie. Yes, Sir Ian, Ian McKellen. So Gandalf slash Magneto is in this movie. Very briefly. With like four lines. And, very, and with, with brown hair, which is weird. Yeah, and he plays sort of like an absent-minded, bumbling professor. Who doesn't, who's who, colorblind. Who who who's colorblind and gets zombified, brainwashed halfway through, and we sort of lose him after that. Um, by the way, the also end. another odd casting, uh, comedian Jonathan Winters is oh, in yeah. this movie. He plays, the, he plays the, the, the complaining rich uncle. Yes, and also commissioner of police. Uh, and also one more person who we who we've seen in a lot of different things, uh, James Hong. Oh, Mister Mister. Uh, <laughs> I David explained Lopan the story. That's, that's that's Kung Fu Panda's dad. <laughs> that's Kung Fu Panda's dad. It is. All right. You could tell he sounds exactly like that duck in that movie. Um, let's uh, see. Who else do we have? Uh, everybody else is, you know, there's small people who you probably see in other things are like that guys. Oh, uh, Larry Hankin. You know, Larry Hankin. Mm. He plays the taxi driver that bl- that drives into that. You see oh, him in yeah, lots yeah. of things. You're almost sad. You might guess. remember him the most though from his role in Billy Madison as Carl. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I had some. I had some Triska crackers in the car. Should have had some. Well, if you had told me they were delicious Triska crackers, I could have enjoyed them <laughs> with you. Well, I'm sorry. Well, sorry doesn't put the Triska crackers in my stomach. Now does it, Carl? Wow, oh, Eric. Oh. Those guys both went on to like. Okay, that guy went on. The second guy went on to. Oh, also, um, Al Leong also. From oh, uh, right. from uh, from Big Trouble in Little China, just more more little people at the, at the a lot of little people. Oh, and and one of my favorite casting choices is uh, Nils Allen Stewart as as one of the Mongols, uh-huh. or or the way my wife described it as why is this, why is there a, a cholo in Chinese in Chinese <laughs> armor? <laughs> and and yeah. the the terrible joke I made. Hey, I'm from China. <laughs> we'll cut that out. Wow, yeah, that was really bad. Um, who else? Sam Shinomo. He's been Not Shimono. Joking, He's been in other things. But yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of a yeah. lot of bit a, parts. A lot in this of bit parts. A lot of people that like are just like look, look that guy actors in this. But other, but Ian McKellen. Ian Sir McKellen. Ian McKellen. In yeah. That was he was he credited as Sir Ian McKellen? No, no, he, he wasn't was? at that point. Okay. He was not yet Sir. He, he wasn't was knighted until he wasn't Magneto until Gandalf. Yeah. Really? I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The, he's the only my only knowledge of this person. Is I feel based like on when you saw that come up in the credits, so you're like, "Oh, right!" And then you're like, oh. "Wait a second. <laughs> I And the thing is, like at the time, he like he didn't really become a big star, at least to American mm-hmm. teenagers, uh, until X Men. Mm-hmm. 
And that's that was what six years after this. Yeah, something like that. So, um, so we talk a lot about MacGuffins in movies. MacGuffin <laughs> being the driving force of a, of a movie, the thing, the object or or idea or something that people are trying to get and achieve. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, so, a, it's a classic filmmaking Alfred Hitchcock, Steven Spielberg term. Yes. Um, um, and uh, in an example, speaking of Spielberg, is yeah. of course our favorite Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's the Ark of the Covenant. So in the shadow. What's the literal MacGuffin? There's a literal MacGuffin. There it's is. The, it's the atomic bomb, isn't it? Yeah, it's the it's the beryllium beryllium sphere. sphere that's powering this atomic weapon. Which, that, which they make a beryllium sphere reference in Galaxy Quest. Yes, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder about that. Yes. Um, so got that's the, but that's the that's a little, yeah. little, the actual MacGuffin. You would argue. Right? I. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, that's what's driving the plot. Yeah, that's really, what's driving truly. the plot is is stopping them from having the bomb or building the bomb. Yeah. Because this is pre-atomic age. Yes. So it's some sort of, I mean, mm-hmm. we in 1994 knew that they were building an atomic bomb. Yes. But Ian McKellen didn't know. No. And in fact, did, and even knew that, what is his name, did, uh, Dr. Tam? Yeah. He's like, Dr. oh, Tam. it's like some sort of atomic bomb. Oh, that's catchy. Let's call it that. <laughs> Let's call it that. That sounds Let's cool. put it in a big shiny metal sphere with Nixie tubes. <laughs> And drop it. That's somewhere. what those are. That's what those little number tubes are called. Say so. Like Monsters Incorporated. Yes. Sorry. Oh, bad joke. Um, okay. Uh, so, um, what happens? Okay. So we have. Okay. What are some of the themes in the movie then? Um, the themes of the movie are uh, making money. <laughs> I don't know, man. This movie is like this movie seems like. The the shadow seems like ripe for like making like a psychological thriller, mm-hmm. but instead it's it's like even more like ham fisted, just like oh and now we are shooting at each other and action set piece time I, than I, than uh, than even Dick Tracy, which was like the most shallow you can get in a movie. I but think this, but there's I mean a like theme here. There there was a themes. lot. There could be there could have been a lot of like. You know, who am I? Personality, nature versus nurture, and and you know, does the things that have happened in my past influence who I am now? And and you know, does the ability like to sort of there, control what's I, around me? I feel like that's there. You know, affect me as a person. I feel like it's that's there. there but it's like, but it's just, like, hey, this could be a thing we're going to talk about, but we're not going to. Yeah. Instead, look at these shiny guns. <laughs> it's exactly it. Yeah. And and <laughs> look how that makes you sad. It yeah. It's somebody it's the who same likes way, torque. It's the same way that that halfway through. Halfway through uh, another movie that came out in 1994, halfway through The Last Action Hero, mm-hmm. they could have made a decision that would have made it a very interesting movie. Yeah. But instead, they were like, well, you know what would be funny if Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger went into the real world and just blew everything up? Because <laughs> he gave him too much credit for yeah. a movie that's meant to sell toys and popcorn. I know. I know. There were shadow toys, Ryan. I know. That, that, that taxi you know cab, that, that, that was a toy. The finale of this movie. I was had originally, a shadow action figure. He had a hat and a red thing around. The mirror-based finale of this movie was originally much different, but then the Northridge earthquake happened and destroyed a lot of the sets. Oh, really? Yeah. What was the original ending then? There was a longer mirror-based fight scene. Oh. But instead, they just go all Akira, which I was pleased that they finally went Akira towards the end of this movie. Yes. So you know what I mean by that, right? Yeah. Where they're staring at each other and they're going, Ugh! 
Akira, and then glass just starts breaking. Oh, so it's Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah. Akira is the first one probably to do it. Well, you know, it's probably a similar time period. Dragon Ball Z. But it, no, there Dragon weren't Ball Z a lot of there. American live action movies that had two guys staring at each other, and, and then, then glass, glass just starts shattering, shattering around. Because they're them. using their mental mind power. I was to fight pretty each other. excited that that was happening because I was because there was a point earlier in the movie uh, where I was like, oh man, I I just want them to stare each other down into a psychic battle and have all the glass break. Why isn't that happening? And, and then, then it did. But it, but it turns out that was because they're like, well, we just lost all these sets in the earthquake and insurance is going to pay out for six more months, but we need to finish this film now. So here we go. Green screen. Um, so, okay, well, let's talk about, so what are some of the things that you want to talk about in the movie there, Ryan? You said you said you had some things to talk about. Tell me about. All right. So so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay this on there. Okay. And this might hurt your feelings, but yes. uh, this is like a crappy, dumbed down kids version of... Uh, license like licensed kids version of big trouble in little china i i would agree with that yeah i can see that but it doesn't have jack burton no i could see that i think it draws a lot more from 1989's batman than big trouble oh, no in china. It, it absolutely does but a lot of the chinese like because there's a lot of because the first time i saw this movie which is the only other time i saw this movie mm-hmm. i apparently watched the middle third of the movie mm-hmm which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I don't remember the ending. But I definitely remember the building not being there and the building being there. But I don't remember the beginning. So I watched like well, there wasn't really a much middle the section of the movie. But I didn't see any yeah. of the China stuff at the beginning. Well, that's the thing. Okay, let's talk about that. Can we can we talk about how lame that is? It's just... I, I just love the part... Can we talk about how it's meant to seem like we're introducing our big villain, but it turns out it's him, and then we do this crappy backstory that doesn't need to happen? But, like, I would have much no rather had you it. think he's a villain because you're like, well, it's... You know, he's he's the only one there with chest hair. <laughs> well, but uh, but you do think he's a villain because you're like, oh, I saw the poster, and it had some, some Asian guy as the bad guy, so this must be him, right? But except this guy looks exactly like Alf Baldwin. Yeah, well, you, but you don't know that until because he just has long hair, and you're like, oh, oh maybe yeah. this is the bad guy, and then you realize, oh, he's just high on opium. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of opium. So, but well, I, I guess, well, uh, you know, official see, backstory is that his wealth comes from the I, opium trade. He, here's the thing: I feel like I feel like the shadows wealth. They saw is. 89's Batman, and in 89's Batman, midway through the movie, we learn Bruce Wayne's troubled past. Yeah. Which is that he, you know, his parents were murdered in the alley and all that. And they show it. Classic. They show the whole, well, because he realized he had that Jack Napier moment. He's like, oh, that guy killed my parents. Because that's the note for Warner Brothers. My parents are dead. Um, But in this movie, I thought, well, we could do that. But we don't want to play that so close. So let's just put that up front. Yeah. Because think about this. Imagine this movie. If it says, you know, the opening where it rips off Batman says The Shadow. And then it goes in and it says New York. And there's just that bridge scene. And he just kills dudes. And you just hear, like, imagine how great that, how great would have an opening would that have been? Think about it. Would have been, yeah. it's, it's more it like, awesome. it's truthfully, it's more like Batman. But, but that's why the opening of the ba- of, of 89's Batman is so good. These guys on the roof, like, Batman doesn't exist. And all of a sudden, there's Batman. But I think, I feel like they had to qualify in this movie because this is still 1994. So the gritty hero hadn't really come into his own yet. And they couldn't have the hero of the movie intended to sell toys straight up killing people in the first scene but he didn't kill anyone in the first scene he shot people with guns he shouldn't no he shot didn't he shoot at the he didn't kill the guy though he said you're gonna go to the police station and confess and threw him into the the glass windows of the car and then he pulls his guns out and the guy's like no don't shoot me and he shoots the concrete block off his feet and it's like you owe me a favor now that's right 
Like that to me, that would have been better. And then later on, they show, well, this is what happened. I was a bad person, and then I got these special abilities. Or even like in a voiceover, they can do that while he's driving in the freaking taxi. Yeah, I was a, uh, you know, now I'm this. You know, I, I, I liked, I, I, I honestly, I liked that point of the movie. Uh, that mm-hmm. whole sequence mm-hmm. to me was 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 good. Yeah, the beginning sequence was really long. Yeah, that part and it just the was part with sil- the, it was the silly. magic knife. It was silly. The angry knife, and that that was never going to come back to be an important plot point later. Later on, angry knife. <laughs> the angry, uh, what Kali knife? Yeah. What was? And then not the even that. Not even that. that. But you know what's even worse? No, what's even worse is this. They they, they did, and I, I, I believe it or not, I like parts of this movie. Uh, but you know what's uh, even worse? I like parts of this movie. <laughs> um, you know what's even worse is that they, <laughs> they they're like, all right, your training's gonna begin. Cut to text. Yeah. And so, and so, and so, Rod Cranston was trained, and then he went back to the real source of evil. Dot New dot York dot. City. New York City. Like, yeah, that was on. weird. That I mean, was... I guess I guess you could kind of argue yeah. like it's kind of cheese ball, and maybe that's the idea. It's like the radio show. They go Lamont Cranston, former opium guy, became the shadow, and now he does this. Like, I think that's Clouds what they were. Men's mind. I think that's what they were trying to go for, but it just didn't work. They should have had an old timey radio voice. I would have rather Everything rather can be can be improved with old. I would have rather radio. had to be a. New, uh, I would have had rather had to be a newsreel like you know yeah. Lamont Cranston returns from seven years and blah, 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 derp, derp, derp. like I don't know. There's I, I feel like even if they just lost even that though it's like off, obviously cliche, it would have fit. Yes, it would have fit better than what we got. Yes, and then I feel like later on we could have learned more about how he became the shadow and all that and like and then later on when the the con the con guy's like I killed your master. It's supposed to be like a. <gasps> But it it's never supposed to, lands. It's supposed to hit. It's supposed to hit like a. You don't have any emotional relationship with that child with the man's voice. Yeah, it's like, kind of like well, all right, that sucks. That's terrible. Oops. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like Avatar is, yeah. does everything. Avatar: The Last Airbender, the television show. Not the movie. I have to clear. I have to clarify yes. that. Not the Blue Aliens. Not the Avatar: Last no. Airbender, the movie. No. But the TV show. I mean. It handles the 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 Eastern influence with with a way that's not like well <laughs> it was you know 1930s in you know in, in the United you States you know what was happening yeah no I, I I did listen I like the whole the whole opening bit up until they dropped the the professor off or whatever the guy off yeah. and they that that whole bit I really liked actually sure like I like that he's like I, I like that he's like enamored and he's explaining like okay you're gonna be one of my it makes it makes it very clear it's a very good way of being like. You know, for 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 audiences going like it's a really good way of being like okay. So your chewing noise is so weird. Well, that's the sound of popcorn. <laughs> if it was something else, if it was, if it was like steak, it'd be like it's like my cat when he's angry. That's well, exactly pop, what he people, like. you tell me that people in the movie theater close their mouths when they're eating. No, popcorn. I don't. Absolutely not. <laughs> my goal is to make everyone around me know that I purchased popcorn. Um, you know all the all the and then the and then the candy boxes. <laughs> Wow, yeah. I could be a foley artist. I'm like, oh, the way, I'm like the, the way I'm I like sound. the guy from I like the guy from poli- uh, police. The, the way I sound when I eat popcorn, I take big handfuls at once. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's better. All right, there you go. So audiences that are doing that, they do a good job of explaining this whole like, hey, you now owe your life to me, and I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna call for a favor for you, and here's this ring, and hey, remember our secret code phrase? Yeah, you know what though? <laughs> like, far be it for me to be the guy who says it should be grimmer and grittier. I think we should get tattoos. One of our tattoos says the sun is shining, and then one of them says, but the ice is slippery. 
That's our super action bros tattoos. Oh. <laughs> Every time we're near. I know you really like this movie. No, even, I don't but, really like it. Uh, no, no, I, 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 I'm, I'll put it this way. I like parts of it. I like what this movie is trying to do. Well, so so <laughs> that way. So I mean, haven't I'm watched not, it again. I'm not the grim and gritty guy. I'm not the one who says I think this movie needs to be darker and have more violence and more brooding. But you need, but I think this darker, movie needs to be darker, darker and have more violence and more brooding. brooding. <laughs> like like uh, the shadow has always been one of those one of those those heroes who like does use guns. Yeah, and not and not like Dick Tracy where like yeah. he has a gun but you never see him fire. I like that but he's the, like, like I'm going to kill you unless you do what I say. Yeah, like Batman's like, do what I say, or I'll beat you to a pulp. This guy's like, I'm gonna shoot you with my shiny guns. Yeah, like I just think I think this movie would have been better if the shadow wrote. And I, I can't believe I'm saying this. And and it, but and I and I let me qualify it after I. But I like I think think this movie would have been better if the shadow rode the line of like bad guy and good guy a little closer. Yeah, like if he was more evil and the if his like network of people helping him were like. Well, you know, not like, golly, I need to help him because he's the shadow. It's like, oh, I got to help him or else he's going to freaking kill me. Yeah. Like, like, and. Well, and, I saw what he did to those guys of it. And he says, I owe him my life. So I uh, guess I better, I better do, better do this. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem scary at all. It's like, oh, it's my buddy, Jack Donaghy. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> well, you, saw when the guy, town. you saw when the guy gets out of the cab. Is that the shadow? That's the guy. That's him. Wow. Can I get your autograph, Mister? Golly, I'm the yeah. I'm the whitest Asian man you've ever met. Oh. <laughs> I, I like it when 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 Asian people in movies don't have no. I like, like stereotypical. That too. Asian I, I do accents. too. I do too. Uh, but but I I just think that and and the thing is I think that this movie would have profited from that. But I think that instead of what was learned was the executives who were involved and not involved in this movie were like, well. Ah, this movie was a little too bright. Maybe we need to make every superhero movie going forward darker. Every single one. Hold on, Jim. We can try that. But we have one more movie we want to try it bright and happy on. Let's make it so bright and happy the guy wears a bright purple suit and rides a white horse. But it's horse. got a skull on it. <laughs> he rides a white horse. And it's, he's got a gun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Too light. <laughs> Only one gun? Come on. He needs two. Look, what if, what if the <laughs> X-Men, what if we got that guy... From the Phantom, and he was the bad guy in the X Men. Not the guy from the Phantom. The guy from what is the name of this movie we we're talking about? The Shadow. And he was a bad guy. And then what if everybody else wore black leather? <laughs> guy from which guy? The what guy? The 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 guy who played Coop Clan. Oh God, no, he's not going to act ever again. No. Uh, let's. You mean let's Tim get Curry? A, no, no. Let's get the guy who didn't say anything. You know what? This guy didn't. This guy didn't get to act enough. Let's let's let him act some more. Hey, he's great. No, he is. Gander. <laughs> You fool! You know what I do like about this movie, though. I like that they play. As much as I was just saying, they play up the hamminess at the beginning. There are certain hammy moments that I really like, like when, like he's like going into mind control mode, and it's like oh, all yeah. dark, and his eyes are glowing. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's silly. so cheesy, it's but so it's great. Fun. It's in you that don't sense, want to put a task force together. For in the that shadow. sense, yeah, it's, I don't, it's yeah. very much a it's very much a kids movie because it's like it's it's they're not subtle at all about it. They're like, hey kids, look, this is when he's using his shadow powers. Bing. Bing, bing, <laughs> bing. Super. I did like. I did like uh, the one point. The one. There's one joke in this movie that made me chuckle. And I, I saw it coming a mile away, but All I right, couldn't right. help it anyway. How'd you sleep last night? Oh, I was having a dream about doing this on the beach. What about you? I had a dream where I pulled off my own face and I was someone else. Oh yeah, that part was crazy. <laughs> that part where they showed it. That was. I was like that. This. That's the problem with this movie. This movie does not have a unified theme. I was like, <laughs> what? 
is happening right now like this is freaking me out where he like sticks his he has like a thing on his face and he picks it off and he sticks his finger in his face and then he sticks his whole hand in his face and he peels his face off like (laughs) like what like in the movie what face off where their faces come off is that what happens in that movie? Yeah. Um, right. Okay, but what, okay. Let me ask you this though. So, like, so there was like yeah, little scenes like that thing. where you're just what like, else? "What the heck?" I really liked uh, the pneumatic tube network. Yes, of, I did enjoy that. Blinking I like how people. no one, by the way, noticed any of those pneumatic tubes. Was, a, uh, does yeah. that lead me to believe that in New York in that time period there was just pneumatic tubes all over the place? I, I think that I read that there is actually a like not a pneumatic tube system, but like an air pressure powered system in some parts of of manhattan hmm. i also i thought like i like I, I read about it and i understood why it happened but the whole part with the suit him and and uh con's suits and they talk about the yeah. tie where'd you get that tie oh, i got it at brooks brothers downtown midtown and i was just like mm, but apparently that was because in the radio show they they actually did that because it was like product placement from the 30s oh really yeah <laughs> Okay, that's kind so, of genius. So in the movie, it's like a reference that's to that. Genius. So, genius. so I, I appreciate that. They're, but it, they're, but listen, the problem is, it just feels like when you're watching the movie, you're like, what the hell is that? It doesn't like like it, <laughs> unless it just you're feels in like, on the, unless you're in on the joke. Unless you're like a big shadow fan, you're not yeah. going to get a lot of these. And the problem and the problem is like in a in a well made movie, a, a little watermelon moment like that, you're just kind of like, well, you know, okay. But in, but in a movie like this, it's it's like it's like well, what 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 the heck what were they thinking why did that happen and and it's in the whole point is you know, the movie like loses its thread and it's not just like well weird things are happening it's <laughs> true you know there's it's there's no there's no jeff well, goldblum running around in, no, in uh, a western outfit and they try i feel like they try to make peter boyle that guy like to make him the comic relief but he doesn't really yeah. get any jokes <laughs> uh, he's got he's got one good joke and it's when him and uh, Margot Lane are standing in the rain outside of the, the hotel that nobody can see. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, the excitement in the life of a superhero or something like that. <laughs> and they're just standing there. That was a good that was a good bit. But that was it. That's all he gets. Yeah. I mean, he was he was young Frankenstein. Yeah, I know. I'm he could have he could have sung putting on the Ritz and that would have been good. <laughs> no, I've, nobody, but nobody remembers him as young Frankenstein. Everyone remembers him from Everybody Loves Raymond. Well, but at that point. Yes, it's true. They could have. They could have had karaoke. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. What else about this movie? Though? I guess they're Chinese people. I mean, Korean. I'll be honest with you. It's. Let's talk about the 1989 Batman influence. Sure. <laughs> let's, let's, let's. I mean, it, it's it's like a 1930s version of 1989 Batman. <laughs> like. Yeah, it's like bright colors but darkness, but bright colors but dark. It's and like, like a, a tortured hero, and yeah. like the villain is sinister but also can be kind of silly but he doesn't look silly but it, but he's sort of charismatic but at he's the same evil, time he's but evil but like he uses like you know a, a cigarette ad that that's blowing smoke to, yeah, say, like, to talk to people and it's just it's like this is sort of creepy and there's but like also a sort of just dumb and there's like an old commissioner who's not really a part of the plot and then there's all these like you know there's all these secret network of people i don't i don't know like it just oh man this movie is not let's put it this way is this movie like I say I like this movie I think I like what this movie is trying to accomplish it's trying to basically do what the shadow radio show did and also the pulp kind of together mm-hmm. but it, it in some ways it does good stuff because if you like know anything about the character you're like oh that's fun like mm-hmm. I didn't know about the whole like 
Brooks Brothers thing. That yeah, made me, yeah. it makes me laugh. I was like, that does seem kind of odd and out of place. But I think it's funny. But if you're like a kid seeing that, you're like, or like even an adult who you know maybe is in his twenties, you're like, I don't know what the heck they're talking about. I feel like this. I so so a a, a theory that I have is yes. that this stretch of movies that we're talking about, yeah, Batman, Dick Tracy, Rocketeer, this movie, The Phantom, mm-hmm. like they they had to happen for superhero movies to be where they are now. Yeah, I agree. Because they all of them well, were sort of... Well, everybody back then was just trying to do the next Batman. They're just throwing darts at stuff, seeing what will stick. And even Batman, like, to be fair, it's a classic. But Is it? it does the same sort of thing. <laughs> it throws a lot of darts. <laughs> it throws a lot of darts and not everything sticks. But I feel like... Well, maybe after like Batman... Because most of these are after Batman Returns. And yeah. so maybe they're trying to be like, well, Batman's... That didn't do as good as they thought. So maybe we can do something that's like that. And I feel like maybe the guys who did Batman Forever saw this. And maybe... When did Batman Forever come out? 95? Uh, no, I feel like Batman Forever is later than that. Or 90, I could be wrong. No, I think it's 95. I think 97. You're talking about Val Kilmer. Yeah, Batman, ba- Val right? Kilmer Batman. Because I feel like this... I feel yeah, like, you're right. 95. So I feel like they saw this. And maybe we're like, oh, maybe we can throw a little bit of that in there. Yeah. Instead. That seems like a good idea. Like maybe a little bit more bright and colorful. Just a tad. But this also reminded me very much of the Rocketeer with the whole like club setup and, mm-hmm. and scene and all that. And I mean, yeah, it also, I mean, but they pull that more so even from Indiana Jones from like Temple of Doom. Yeah. But I feel like all of these movies, these like pulp based yeah. halfway superhero movies, mm-hmm. like everyone built upon the one before it and learned lessons from the one before it. So by the time we got to, uh, and I'm going to probably say X Men mm-hmm. in, in 99, 2000, or, um, what else came around? Spider-Man right around that time. They finally had figured out what works and what doesn't work in superhero movies mm-hmm. because they'd had all these movies and they're like, well, some of this stuff sort of works, but if you're too much of a slave to the original material, then you can get bogged down and it doesn't quite work. And if, and you got to choose a theme. If you're, if you're too dark, if you're too silly, then the darkness is not going to work. So let's just go full, full darkness. Cause it wasn't even Batman paint at that point. And, and so I feel like, all of these, all of these sort of silly comic book pulp movies from the from the nineties are yeah. responsible. Without them, we wouldn't have the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We wouldn't have the Nolan Batman movies. We wouldn't have all the stuff. We wouldn't have God, Zack Snyder's freaking Superman. Truth, truthfully, we if we didn't have, have Batman movies. and Robin, we wouldn't have Nolan's Batman trilogy. You know how my you know my opinion on that movie. Yes, uh, but, but but I'm just saying we, we wouldn't because we, they saw. Well, to be fair, but that's specifically Batman. Yes, but I mean like no, I go like like the foundation think, for superhero movies think, being dark I think was my, built on these outrageously silly movies. I think my only, not being as successful as they could have been. I think my only argument against your point is um, stuff like no stuff <laughs> stuff like the pre MCU Marvel movies with the exception of X Men. Let's talk about the original Spider-Man. There's not a lot of darkness yeah, yeah. in the original Spider-Man, but yeah, uh, it, yeah there is because it, he yeah. he dies, he kills him with his own like. But it's not okay. But the rest thing. of the movie, it's like there's it's that psychological. It's Dafoe in a in a Power Rangers helmet. It's, leaning. By the way, did I tell you I had a dream that Willem Dafoe died and everyone was really sad? I would be really <laughs> sad if Willem Dafoe um, died. But no, he. Um, no, but like that whole movie, it's like him rapping with Spider. Like, listen, Spidey, we're the- <laughs> yeah. But it's like it's still, it's still yes. But but yes, here's but here's right. my but here's you're my right. here's my point with this though. But here's but my point. Sam, with this. It's Sam Raimi. But you, well, here's my point with this. Think about the time period in which that movie came out. Too. Yeah. Yeah, post right. 9/11, right. Post 9 11. We needed something that was like happy, fun. But it was forget still, about all the darkness that lives in our world. There's Spider Man. But like, it's still 
like like hey spider friend look like, like the look the is. look of the movie was gritty realism yeah like it I didn't guess. nobody was it's wearing like super stylized suits power nothing ranger was suit. bright colored except power for suit. except for that except for and his, his power ranger suit which at the same time was like a suit that a person would wear <laughs> yeah and not okay. like you know his nose changes when he puts this red I, sash i, I would argue that the x-men movies go pretty dark yeah um, well, I mean, and, and it's it's. I mean, it's, but, I mean but everything the focus that, is like realism. <laughs> everything now in compar- everything now in comparison to like the Nolan Batman movies. Anything it's like, oh, it's dark. It's like, well, is it as dark as as Dark Knight? Because yeah. that has the word "dark" in the title. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and and I have you know. But yes, I, but overall, yes, I agree with your movies. point. Yeah. I mean, there's even stuff. But I mean, like, even the Fantastic Four movies, those were goofy. Yeah. Well, those also weren't successful. I feel like those also. I think they what they needed to realize is two things. One, they can be and more, without those movies, we wouldn't have. We one, wouldn't have Captain America. One, we can be silly. Yes, yeah, true. But one, we can be silly. We learned that, and I think that that the early two thousands movies taught us that. You Not know what's silly. really n- neat when all these characters get to meet up. Yeah, that's pretty neat, and but, that's pretty cool. But I, I think they also. I think they also learned from the early two thousands movies that like, well, we can be silly, but the audience really likes it when we're dark. Yes, and the darker we get, the better. But like Iron Man was was silly. It had some darker elements to it. Yeah, but there was like Robert Downey Jr.'s fun. Yeah, like, he's not like oh it's yeah, not, no, it's not I mean, Christian Bale. It's, it's not it's like it's got to be a balance. <laughs> but it's it's funny, but not silly. Maybe that's maybe that's the distinction. Funny, but funny, not, but not, not silly. silly. Yeah, because, because he's more smart. Because smarmy. even in the first X Men, there's part like, well, how do we know that that's the real Wolverine? And Wolverine's all, "You're a jerk," but he doesn't say jerk. He says another and word. He also does the and middle he, and he gives him the, the middle claw, and you're like, yeah, oh, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty it's funny, pretty but snar- not silly. It's snarky humor, yeah, yeah. And I think what that, happens when a toe gets struck by lightning? Isn't it weird that though? Here's here's what's weird is like I'm gonna, I criticize all those movies being like, why'd you separate everything? Put it all together like Marvel's doing. But yet, if you're like, okay, well, we want to take the Marvel. Uh, the Marvel, or I'm sorry, the Marvel, the, the Nolan Batman movies, mm-hmm. and I want to put those in with the Justice League. Just take that one. I'm like, well, you can't do that. Like now that I think about it, I'm like, I'm glad they didn't end up going that route yeah. because it would have made it so silly. Like Batman on his own can work. We're not going to get into Batman. But Batman <laughs> on his own seems to work. Um, and well, it's it's the it's the whole power escalation thing. It's yeah. it's. You I'm know, sure you, we'll you, talk you, about one of those movies at some point. We yeah, probably yeah. we probably should watch Dark Knight Rises at uh, some point. Just to just to do it to us. Hey, you're the one who's always saying we should watch the worst one. That's true. Um, I do say that. Yeah. Um, Dark Knight Rises. And is anybody the worst who one. says Batman Begins is worse than Dark Knight Rises, you has are never wrong. seen Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Dark Knight's the best one. Then Batman Begins. Then has never watched Dark Knight Rises. And is like, man, this movie's going really long. How much left? I oh my god, t- there's two and a half hours. I watched left. it twice. I watched it once in the theater where I left, and I went home, and my parents were like, "Hey, how was the movie? Was it great?" I was like. Yeah, I remember looking at the Batman, the Christopher Nolan Batman logo sticker on the back of my car on the way home being like, maybe I should take that off. You don't have that there anymore. <laughs> no, well, it was a different car. Um, but, That's true. <laughs> but, um, uh, and, but then I got home and like, yeah, it was... It was, uh, remember I saw that movie. I'm telling myself I'm going to get started that, at midnight. I'm going to get that Nolan Batman logo tattooed on my body if this third one's great. And I was like really bummed that it, <laughs> it wasn't that great. I wish you would have got especially it when I was body. leaving the movie or when I was walking in the movie theater. Somebody else I knew was leaving and yelled at me, "Best one of the three. I, was I like, know exactly who that was. Yep, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. the so, one, the one who loves that one. I'm like, you're nuts. Anybody who says that, I'm, I, listen, I okay, we're gonna we're getting way too off into Batman. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's forget this. Well, let's talk time. about so the shadow. The reason let's we're talking so much about Batman, and we're talking about the shadow because they're so similar. The shadow, even as a character in the 30s, was what they based Batman on. Tons yeah. of the Batman 
mythos and and the Batman, all the Batman stuff, the fear, mm-hmm. the dark, the mm-hmm. the guy who drives him around, the the commissioner that he's friends with in his real life, all of that stuff. That is that is all. They took it for Batman. Yes, Batman took it all. Uh, so so when you talk about the shadow, you sort of have to talk about Batman a little bit. It's true because. It's you know, without, one doesn't without, exist without the other. Without the character of the shadow, there would be no Batman. Let's right. be honest. It's like you can't talk about Isaac Asimov's uh, Foundation series or or uh, Frank Herbert's Dune series without mentioning Star Wars. Yeah, because Star Wars is indebted to both of those series so significantly. True. All right, Ryan. Well, let's wrap this up. So, first of all, did your good lady wife watch this with you? Uh, she watched some of it. Did she fall asleep? Oh yeah, of she, was, she, she was. Super I'm not out. surprised. I'm not surprised. I she had, would. to be honest, I watched the rest of this movie this morning. Uh, I got up early before work and finished it, and I was even fading in and out towards the end. Yeah. Where they, except for when they lobotomize. <laughs> oh <laughs> I yeah, that. Well, let's talk about they that. Lobotomize. I, I actually, so they, so it was, <laughs> it was weird because like they, they decide to go full. Oh, the Akira, end of this movie is so garbage. Full Akira psychic battle towards the end, and then they like, and then he full on stabs him in the face with a piece of mirror, and then the next thing you see him, <laughs> he's he's in an insane asylum, and he can't use, uh, and Khan can't use his powers anymore because they cut that chunk of his brain out. Because a chunk the doctor that nobody who, uses, unless you're psychic. And then and he's like, but I'm Khan. The doctor's like, <laughs> and he noticed. Did you notice his guy. ring too? Yeah, and the, the doctor had, like, a, had oh, the, the shadow ring. The shadow so. ring. But then I, I thought it was great because he pulls out and there's like a guy in the cell next to him. I'm Napoleon. I'm Babe Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> what if it really was Babe Ruth? My favorite was the was the person who, like, so it shouted out George Washington. I think. Yeah. No, there was a um, somebody like with a deep voice, like I'm Mary Todd. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and the like, movie right. ends with with him kissing the girl. Walking down the alley, and then they just like like they're like we don't know how to end it, so let's end it with his his signature catchphrase, which was "Hey, how am I gonna know when I, when, when am I gonna hear from you next, or how am I gonna know that you're interested?" He's like, "You'll know, cause I'm the shadow." And the shadow knows. knows. Well, I feel like they only they don't at any point do the classic radio. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? No, I think he says the it. He says something knows. like, "I know what evil." Oh, oh no, he's, they yeah, say it to him in the beginning. He goes, right. "You know what evil lurks in the hearts of men, and so you can do this." I, he just said, "The weed of crime bears bitter fruit." That's my favorite because that's so that's so cheesy, so cheesy, but it's so like epic, but not. Because talking about like it's like it's like if you were to be like 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 it's, it's the seeds of evil, but you're like, oh, that sounds great, but like the weed of crime, the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. People in the nineties, like, oh, yeah, mostly, and funny. mostly, I love it because of the Clerks cartoon series. Because yeah. at one point, that's what Randall says. He's like, the weed of crime bears bitter fruit, you old hag. Now, where have I heard that before? And they cut to him like taking a girl to prom. The weed of crime bears bitter fruit, you old hag. This is for you. Gives her like a little like corsage. She cries. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, you like dumb the stuff. The cartoon's dumb. It's Me just, uh, it's, <sighs> I wish All the right. cartoon would take it off. Anyway, so you're, I fell asleep. Well, what are your final thoughts on it, Ryan? Um, I mean, in the sense that it, that it is responsible for something of the history of uh, superhero movies in the 2000s and beyond. Uh, it, it's, it's a movie that exists. It's definitely the only superhero movie Starring Alec Baldwin. That's true. Uh, I mean, you can't argue that. <laughs> oh, no. um, but let me ask you this: right now, yeah, right now, we have to sit. No, okay, right now, three months from now, okay, we have to sit down. Uh huh. And you have to watch the Phantom, or we have to watch this. Which one are you watching? Can I watch the Rocketeer? No. Oh, Phantom or this? Can I watch Batman and Robin? Phantom uh. or this? Oh, 
Man, uh, the Phantom, because then I can quote Zoolander the whole time. <laughs> Let's this pretend you could Billy make fun Zane. of it. You have to watch it in silence. No jokes. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> um, so, like, let's say we're going to a theater and we could watch one of these two movies. Let's say we, yeah, we don't. All right. Well, let's say we don't know. Let's say we go in the movie theater. We don't know which one's going to play. It's going to be one of the two. And then he comes up on screen. Well, it's long haired, shirtless Alec Baldwin. Do you walk out of the theater? Oh, I, I very seldom walk out of theaters. <laughs> uh, I would I would probably watch The Phantom again because I have more childhood nostalgia associated with that. And I movie. think I'd probably watch this again because I have more childhood nostalgia. And that's what it boils down theory. to. I mean, in, in, in modern times, watching these yeah. watching these movies in the harsh light of, of current day, they're both terrible. Yes, <laughs> that is true. And this one's... Th- that one th- this one's the more phantom like that is is dumb terrible and this one is like sort of weird and slightly baffling terrible yeah that's true and um, the special effects are you know they lose really, really bad. bad um i mean yeah i it, it's definitely not great i'm not gonna say it's it's like oh my god a childhood favorite i'd rather watch dick tracy than this movie yeah my wife woke honest. up in the middle of this movie she's like why is the floor spinning <laughs> and i was like it's because he pushed uh, a button. And it no, 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 no. Because it, it was. It wasn't even the part where the phantom was dealing with it. It's when, like, I mean, you mean Gandalf, the, the shadow? Yeah, the, the shadow. It's the, the part where thing. like Gandalf and the girl are trying to roll the beryllium sphere. Oh, away. yeah. She's like, why is a force man? I'm like, I don't. It, it, it's just going to take too long to explain. She's like, all right, and she went back to sleep. <laughs> well, all right, Ryan. So, what's your rating on this movie? Uh, with that, I'll, I'll give it four unexpectedly. Four? unexpectedly spinning floors so out you're of telling me you would rather watch the movie we watched last time than this what movie did we watch last time let's shoot him up you're about to shoot him up again i would okay <laughs> it had more fun action <sighs> i'm gonna give it a little bit more i'm gonna give it a six <laughs> i'm okay, gonna give it I'm, I'm gonna give it give it six shiny shadow guns no, that are those, really those poor are for oh no you know what no better yet nope. six weeds of crime <laughs> The bare bitter fruit. Six pieces of bitter crime ridden fruit uh, from the weed of crime. Um, so, blockbuster or lackluster? Ah. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to tell people, I'm going to say blockbuster for me. I'll say it's blockbuster because. It's blockbuster in the same way that The Phantom is blockbuster. You're yeah. like, you got to see this to believe it. You got yeah. And if you like superhero movies, it's important to watch all the history of them, even the bad ones. It's, it's funny because I, I mean, feel this like, isn't even the lowest of the low. We're not talking oh, no, about no, like no. the Corman no, ones. Okay. Those are real. I feel bad. like in like 20 years, or like at some point, superhero movies are going to fade out of fashion, and then they'll start coming back into fashion, and people will be like, "Well, what brought the first rise of super movies, uh, superhero movies up?" I'll be like, "All right, it's time to watch some terrible 90s pulp movies." <laughs> so. Well, that is uh, Super Action Bros. That is our show. Um, but before we go, uh, next time we're going to be watching another movie. We're going to actually uh, watch a good movie. What, yeah. what is considered to be a good movie. I'm going to let you introduce this, Ryan. Sure. You know, actually, uh, I was talking to my dad. So for the day before Father's Day, my dad and I went uh, we went and saw Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, yeah. And then we went and did K1, which are high-speed go-karts, which was just super fun. Uh, and uh, I saw somebody almost like kill another person on it with high speed <laughs> go-karts and and i was i saw I was, a lot of people almost kill people in mad max and oh and in mad max i saw and I, <laughs> I, a guy who's a professional go-kart racer laughed me so that was <laughs> uh but but while we were racing i was talking about how i watch a lot of action movies for the podcast and he's like you know what movie you should watch you should watch bullet that movie has a lot of car chases in it I've and, never actually seen Bullet. I haven't either. I don't think I've seen many Steve McQueen movies. Come no, I, I've always sort of known of Steve McQueen as that 70s action movie star. Yeah. But I think I think it's time. 
I think it's time. So for next time, we're going to be watching Bullet starring Mr. Steve McQueen. So join us for that. Thank you guys so much for listening. And remember, whether it's Blockbuster or Lackluster, we're we're the the Super Super Action Bros. Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at StuffandThingsNetwork.com. Psychically, I'm very well endowed. I'll bet you are.